Mayday! Come in! If anyone can hear me, my starship has been pulled into the anomaly! I find myself in a strange new world. It is a world with no sun, no stars. It is a world of... Anime. I hope you're all having an amazing Wednesday night. That, right, this is the new home for Rogue Planet. All things nerdy, anime, gaming, sci-fi, the movies, and all sorts of shenanigans. I hope you're all having a beautiful week. This is actually our first opening episode of 2022. How are y'all feeling? Kay Kim, welcome in. Oh, I like that PFP. Of course, shout out to Courtney Monroe, Carmen Rios. Gray Winthrop, Crunchy Mantis, and LaMikey. Um, I think we've lost him. Who knows where he went? Hashtag nerd life is right, Carmen. That's right, guys. And so we're going to have some interesting stuff going on today. Particularly, we're going to go over the biggest flops and the biggest hits of 2021. I think it's very confusing to a lot of people about what is winning the box office, what's actually making money. Is the movie that you went to the theaters for and that you risked COVID for actually making money and making things happen for you you don't know well we're gonna find out today because not a lot of movies did make money a lot of them really didn't make a profit during their box office run uh carmen says high five from far away um and then also we're gonna talk about we're gonna do a lightning review of boba fett season one episode two what is going on who in the chat let me know who is into boba fett please and this is just a reminder, everybody, to spay and neuter your pets. Rogue Planet is recorded under a live studio audience. Welcome in Mama Danny, who um, will be our guest tonight for some time. And of course, we've got Juan Pablo over here. Keeping it real. SMH, welcome in, my friend. Grey Winthrop says that she loved the new episode. Did anyone else get a chance to see it? That will be awkward if we do a review and no one has actually seen it. SMH says he did not. Okay, and so look, we're getting our, our call in. Hello. Mama Danny, how are you tonight? I am well. How are you, Mathis? I'm living the dream. That's good. That's always good. So, Mama Danny, you are our guest for the evening. And do you know why I called you? Why I summoned you here out of the ether? Uh, Talk about uh, biggest hits movies and, like, things that suck as well? Well, one, because we're friends. We're dear friends, right? 
Yes. Okay, and that, and the other, and the other thing you said. So also, but yes. you work in a movie theater, don't you? Oh yes, I do. I work in a movie theater. So if, <laughs> if, so if anyone is an expert on this, you would know, right? Oh yes. Okay. So you ready to get this bad boy started? Uh, sure. Let's do this. Okay. Uh, one says, "I'm good. Just waiting to get off the bus to be in Vegas." Ve- hey. You're going to Vegas. Juan Pablo's going to Vegas. Viva Las Vegas. Juan, remember show restraint. You don't have to li- go yes. crazy just because you're in Vegas. Everyone says, you know, it stays in Vegas. It doesn't stay in Vegas. It follows you everywhere. Yes, it follows you everywhere you go. A- as you get even a disease there, a- it will follow you. Listen, even if you get even if you get married at a shotgun wedding, you're still married. <laughs> Yo, SMH has put it all on black. Juan <laughs> Pablo says, I know, I bought weed and shrooms and condoms. Yo, are you celebrating something, Juan? I think Juan has a story to tell us. In chat, please tell us. Before we get into this boring movie stuff, why are you going? Why did you buy all these things and why are you headed on a bus to Vegas? Yeah, well, he's planning something. He's going to have the ultimate. Like, he's going to turn. It's going to turn to the hangover, dude. <laughs> he's going to have a crazy trip and come back a different human. I got five jobs. It's, well, that's a good reason. That's a good reason to do any substances. Not that I uh-huh. condone that sort of thing. <laughs> it's vacation time for me. So you're finally you're finally you've been working five jobs throughout 2021 and you're ready to finally take a break. Mm hmm. Well, yo, That's God bless you. Good. More power to you. I hope you have a good time. <laughs> All right. So here, here's, how, here's how it is. We're getting into it right now. So um, yes. do you think you know enough about box offices and movies? Box office and movies? I don't know much about the box office, but I do know some things about the movies. Okay. I'm like, yes. But you were, selling, to- you were there selling yeah. tickets and doing things while these movies were in the theater, correct? Yeah, well, I wasn't really the one selling tickets. I was mostly behind cleaning up after people in the theater and giving them their food. And let me tell you, the amount of people who kept coming uh, in was just, oh, especially when it came to Spider-Man No Home. Oh, my God. Yes, yes. The amount of people that just came in for that one is just like, I can't even tell you. Yeah, that one is actually breaking records right now. So that should be, you know, yes. Yes, and there's also like some movies that I'm surprised are still up in theaters right now. Like Encanto is one of them. I'm surprised that one's still up in theaters right now. Yeah, Encanto, to my understanding, well, we'll discuss it. We'll discuss it. Um, mm-hmm. But you feel like you got a good sense of like what was a successful movie and what wasn't. Yes, there are some movies that have played in my theater that have been successful. Uh, like I said, uh, Spider-Man is the most successful right now. Kingsman is doing a really excellent job. I'll tell you that much. Okay. Um, Licorice Pizza, if you haven't seen Licorice Pizza, give it a watch. It's so, doing a good job as well. So I did see it. <laughs> you did see it? I did okay. see it. I've Recently, within the last week, I've been making sure to go see all the movies, or as many as I can, that are probably mm-hmm. going to be nominated for something. Because oh, like, yes. I'm a film dork. <laughs> and I got to tell you, Licorice Pizza looks like the most obnoxious movie in the world. Um, but it's not. It's actually really endearing. It is. From what I understand, I haven't seen it yet myself, but I hear that it's very, very sweet. Yes, like, it's super it's sweet. It's super, super, super sweet. Yes, it's very sweet. I'm actually surprised that people don't call the cops on the movie. 
Why? <laughs> Yo, okay, so this is this is what we call one of those reversisms, where if a yeah. man was, if their genders were swapped, they would never get away with it. So wow. it's about a 15-year-old boy, a 15-year-old kid, high school kid, who gets a crush on a 25-year-old girl. And the entire movie is about him trying to figure out a way to swoon her and win her heart. Uh... <laughs> and so I was like, okay, this is cringe. Um, yeah. And so, of course, because it's a chick, you know, they're going to let it go, right? Yes, absolutely. So, oh, but still really good, guys. I don't want to scare you away from it. <laughs> Despite the, the obvious, like, uh, age difference between the two characters, this is still, like, a pretty good love story. Oh, of course. So Absolutely. Like, Auntie Cat, yeah. welcome in. Good to see you, as <gasps> always. Oh, my God. Auntie Cat, how you doing, girl? <laughs> and so, uh, and Juan says, I love older women. <laughs> <laughs> so, here's here's how the game, guys, it goes. I'm going to name a film, and it's Budget. Now, normally, in Ooh. order to m break even, a movie in the box office has to make at least twice its budget. I'm going to ask oh, really? you, Mama Danny, what you, if you think that it made if it was a flop, which means it made under its budget, or more. Okay? Okay. Let's start. Marvel's The Eternals budget, $200 million. Ooh. Hmm. I'd say a flop? <laughs> that is correct, sir. It made $396 million, which is a few million lower than the break-even number. Yeah, so I don't it was know why people think it was so bad. I don't. Th honestly, I kind of actually enjoyed it. Okay, <laughs> that, move, that movie offended me in many levels. <laughs> <laughs> you, you know what it, it is? Um, superhero movies nowadays have to be excellent or they're offensive. Oh, gosh. They can't just be like, okay. Yeah. Okay. So, next I'm going to ask you, Shang-Chi. Budget, $200 million. Ooh, it, it was, um, it was, a, it was, a, it was a good, it was a good one. It was, it was good. It was good? It was, it was high. So it was a hit. You say it was a hit. It was a hit. It was a hit. That's right. It made $432 million. It's 30, $32 million budget in all coming off the box office. Um, so some producers nice. are happy. Not the greatest hit in the world, but it As did they go. Should. Oh. As they should. As they should. was amazing. Oh, I really liked it. I really did enjoy that. I yeah. really enjoyed that one. Um, next, Dune. Budget, $165 million. It was a flop. No, it was a hit. Wow. It made $393 million just in the box office. And, that, and also, remember, it, people could watch it at home. So just box office alone, it made three ninety three. I know a lot of people they don't like it because it was just plain boring. <laughs> like, yo, and and Courtney says about Mantis was hating on Shang at first. Yo, I'm telling you, I thought it was a good film. I didn't think it was an excellent film. I thought it was a good one. Yeah. I mean, so he, he wasn't hitting. He wasn't hating on it. He just thought like, it was. Just, it was just good. Okay, Chaos Walking, one hundred million dollars. A reminder that's Tom Holland, and and. Uh, and Daisy Ridley from Star Wars, and they're in a universe where there are no girls, or planet where no girls, and she's the first girl who can, who comes mm. down and she can see his thoughts. I have never seen that one before, honestly. 
Well, apparently no one else did because it was an utter flop. It only made with a hundred million dollar budget. It only made twenty four million. Oh my! <laughs> that explains it. <laughs> Survey says garbage. Garbage. <laughs> Yo, uh, Courtney Monroe says that's a thing that's interesting that so few people knew about this. Yes, so Tom Holland and Daisy Ridley were in a movie this year where it's a it's based off of a young adult novel mm-hmm. where it's a planet full of men and there's no women and then uh, 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 like a spaceship crashes and it's Daisy Ridley. And this actually sounds like a comedy. This sounds like it would be a really cute romantic comedy. For real, it does. It and sounds so, like I'm already laughing. And so the funny thing is she can see their thoughts. The thing is that she can, she's able to telepathically see what they think. So he has to find a way to like hide his horny feelings for her. Oh, <laughs> it's the first girl he's ever seen. <laughs> and so this sounds like the funniest romantic comedy ever written. But unfortunately, they, they did it in a serious fashion. They tried to make it like a serious movie. Ah. Uh. They tried to. Yeah, they tried their best. They probably did. <laughs> <laughs> Yo, Juan says, damn, that is a bit weird. That is awesome. Courtney says she may have gotten the Star Wars course. I absolutely agree. I think Daisy Ridley, it is a shame. I haven't, we've seen her in like a few small things, but I don't think she's doing, I don't think her career is, is going anywhere. Right? <laughs> uh, Auntie Cat says, wouldn't he find her weird, not attractive? It's not his normal. I don't know. Like everyone, there is gay. <laughs> I, I, you know, I didn't see the movie, but I wonder if that is addressed. Maybe that it's the rules of a prison planet, right? So I'm sure the dudes are hooking up. Probably. <laughs> <laughs> see, guys, everyone on Rogue Planet, we go high and we go low. Everyone in prison's either a fucking a, a top or a bottom, <laughs> and I don't mean on the bunks. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god. <laughs> Okay, Venom 2, $110 million budget. Ooh, I see a hit. It is a hit. It made $498 million. I have not seen uh, Venom 2 yet. I really wanted to see it while it was still out in theaters. So I used what they call alternative means to watch it, if you feel me. Okay. It basically meant I didn't want to pay for a ticket, and I, you know, I have a guy. Ah. I have a guy. So, so I did see it. However, I can't recommend it. It's just it's, the jokes are so corny and there's too much cheesy. Hey, everyone, everyone likes a good corny joke, Mantis. You know. You know what it is. It's I know you're all about the the dad jokes. You do streams about dad jokes, right? <laughs> oh, I don't do streams about dad jokes. I just like sometimes have them pop up here and there because I feel like it. Okay, but you are very enthusiastic about your dad jokes. Yes, I love dad jokes. They're funny. Okay. Well, this wasn't dad joke funny. This was like... This was cringe city. (laughs) Um, I still want to watch it, despite it. Oh, right. Now I'm feeling it. Courtney says, it's like Wonder Woman. Laugh out loud. All female society. And yet she falls for the first man she ever sees. Okay. Um... Oh, I was going back to the the movie you were talking about. The Chaos Walking. Yeah, Chaos Walking. Um, Yeah, yeah. Well, I, I actually believe that that would happen. I actually, I actually do believe that there, there would be, and so I think there'll be some people. Some people would be super socialized into one sexuality that the only sexuality they've known their entire life. Mm-hmm. Um, but I think some people would their, uh, you know, their genetic and their genetic need to um, 
I was about to say duplicate. I'm sorry. You know, have kids. <laughs> it's a duplicate. You know, to have kids is going to come out. And they're like, yo, usually I'm in the dudes, but yo, I feel like I want to populate with this chick. You know? <laughs> yeah, you guys are like... <laughs> this is funny that this is this is uh, crudely become a disgusting, like, sci-fi nerds biology lesson. Right, guys? Yeah. Um, okay, Absolutely. House of Gucci. This stars Lady Gaga. $75 million budget. Uh, a hit? Unfortunately, not. It only made ninety-five really? million dollars. It was a it was a flop. I don't know. I heard a lot of good things about House of Gucci. A lot of people really liked it. Uh, not a lot of people went to see it, though. Not enough. I never got to see it. I was. I actually wanted to see it while it was still out. Another one I <laughs> oh, use alternative means to see. Um, but I'm gonna stop. I'm gonna stop <laughs> incriminating myself. Okay, Boss Baby, <laughs> the animated sequel, eighty-two million dollars to make. What were you? What's your call? Uh oh, uh, a hit. It was a bomb. Wah, wah, wah. Why? <laughs> it was so cute. <laughs> you like that, Boss Baby? I loved Boss Baby. It was so what a hold up! Welcome. Bo- You're a Boss Baby fan. Yeah, listen, it was about two brothers who were, like, separated for a while because of, like, reasons, but it was their own reasons, but they had to come together on their own. They couldn't, like, do it with their hands being held by someone else. So you I, take, I like, love that. you are really, you really analyze this, this movie. Yeah, like, I love the whole family aspect about it. Yo, uh, Auntie Cat also says, I loved Boss Baby. Carmen Rio says the children loved it as well. <laughs> oh, let me tell you. Whenever like, um, whenever the parents brought their children to like watch Boss Baby, the theaters were fucking atrocious. Oh well, yeah. So uh, never bring. Oh kids. my god. So uh, me and my uh, just a, just quick personal thing. Me and my stepfather. Um, me and my stepfather basically gamble about everything. <laughs> we gamble about the weather. We gamble certainly about sports. And we just oh, these no. these little penny bets or whatever. And so for a while there, after he retired, he had a small job at the uh, movie theater cleaning up. And he would come uh, back and he would have the, the the list of movie theaters and what movies were in it that he had to clean. And I would gamble to see if I could guess what were the messiest ones. And I had a <laughs> system, and you know what the system was? What was the system? Any movie directed for kids is going to be messy as fuck. Yeah, honestly, for real. I would. Oh, Boss uh, Baby, absolutely, man. Uh, Courtney says the Boss Baby Netflix show is fantastic. Actually, I do agree with you, Courtney. <laughs> Hold up, says I like both movies. Okay, so uh, the I guess I guess the Mantis is just a monster. <laughs> You're a monster. I'm a monster that ruins the fun for children. Yeah, how dare you, Mantis? Oh, uh, I'm sorry, guys. I'm, I gotta work on myself. I'm not good at being a human, right? <laughs> Okay, this is what this no, is. What about this one? Free guy, a hundred and twenty-five million dollars. Ryan Reynolds is a, a character in a Grand Theft Auto type video game. It was a hit. It was a hit. It actually was. Yes, I fucking loved Boom. it. Oh my god, who doesn't love Ryan Reynolds? Auntie Cat said flop. Sorry, Auntie. It was a hit. You know what? I'm gonna. I'm gonna. Uh, pause a little before I answer. Give the answer to see if anyone wants to play along with us. <laughs> Carmen liked it. Um, okay. Right. Next. Godzilla versus King Kong. 
Ooh, that was a hit. That was a hit. You can't tell me it wasn't. That was actually a huge hit. Oh, it was both real? on HBO. It was both on HBO Max for free, and it still made a shitload of money in the theaters. <laughs> I love that hit. so much. Okay. Um, it was so good. The Last Duel. A three-hour-long movie about medieval knights. A hundred million dollars. Um, damn, I don't know because I never actually saw that one. Well, uh, what would you guess? I mean, did you see people going in, into it or no? I see. I saw some people going into it, but I don't think it stayed on theaters for that long. I think it was a flop. It was the second biggest flop this year. A uh, hundred million. It had to make two hundred million to just break even. It only made thirty million. Wow. Oh man. That's just. Oh my god. Oh my god. Oh my god. Okay. <laughs> a Quiet Place 2, $61 million to make. Ooh, come on. That has to have been a hit. It was a hit. And the answer is... It was a hit. Yes! It made $297 million. Boom. Oh, my God. It was so bone-chilling. I fucking loved it so much. Oh, yeah, no, I know. I love that series. That is a great series, right? Courtney says it was a flop. <laughs> I guess Courtney, I guess Courtney does not like John Kaczynski. Wow, you know what, Courtney? I thought, I thought we shared the same interests. I thought we shared the same interests, but I guess that's I guess it's over. It's over. <laughs> okay. Okay, Encanto, <gasps> animated feature film taking place in Colombia, magical house. Um, Lin Manuel Miranda. That's a fucking hit. That's a hit. Come on, tell me that's a hit. <laughs> and it was not a hit. What? It was a flop. It cost 150 no! million to make, which means they needed 300 million to break even. They only made 158 million. Is that hard? Who's, whose heart is broken? One in the chat if your heart is broken. My heart's broken. <laughs> <laughs> poor Encanto. Poor, poor the dancing Colombians. Um, yeah. Yo, Courtney Monroe says, I swear, half these movies I haven't even heard of. And so I feel that. I feel that. I feel like, you know what it is? Um, that's one of the problems with the theater right now, which is why there's so many flops. There aren't actually no. usually this many flops. It's... It's that people have forgotten the theaters. Yeah. Auntie Cat says that nobody likes the grandma. I like the grandma because she kind of reminded me of my mother because she came from humble beginnings as well, just like the grandma did. Okay. You like musicals? Oh, yeah. I love musicals. And, and, and I, did, I didn't mean to change the subject. I just, I haven't seen it yet. I'm going to see it. But I, 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 I have no, I do not know the grandma. Oh, the grandma is like she has a big role to play in this in the whole uh, story of it. But you really liked it, and you thought that it yes. really is. It is a classic. Yes, it is. It's genuinely good. It was so cute. Like it was about finding yourself and figuring out for yourself that, like, Ugh. like literally saying that, like, you are a gift, not what you not what you can do. You're the gift. <laughs> Yo, f finding myself. I'll take talent any day. <laughs> Yo, basically, you know, as Biggie would say, uh, either you're slinging, uh, um, you're, 
either you're slinging crack rock or you got a wicked jump shot, right? So <laughs> I would rather have the jump shot than be like, well, I'm poor and I understand myself. <laughs> self-reflection is overrated. You can't sell self-reflection. Yo, Mantis, he says, drop your integrity quote. Yeah, so I have an integrity quote. And I said, you know, I'm an artist and normally I, I want to keep my integrity. But at this point, I would settle for a warm place to take a crap. <laughs> <laughs> Just warm up your toilet seat, bro. <laughs> well, I'm saying some of these artists don't even have toilet seats because they're poor. Because nobody's buying their oh. paintings, man. Sell out. Sell out while you still can, guys. <laughs> okay, we're, we're almost there. We're almost there. Okay, so you're a musical fan? Yes. Dear Evan Hansen, $28 million to make. Ooh, I'm going to say that was a flop. Super flop. It only made 18 18 million. Yeah, I feel like it should just been should just stayed a Broadway musical instead of becoming a full movie. Well, okay, so there is a factor that I gotta say that might have chased people away. I don't know if if you guys are like who knows this movie in the chat because I'll say that the it's the same actor who was in the musical, but the musical's years old. So now he looks he's like 30, but he's playing 16, and he looks very old. He looks like a ghoul or some shit. Like hanging out with the kids, wearing kid like a backpack. You know, he looked like an undercover agent, like a narc or something. It was Twenty One <laughs> Jump Street. That movie may have made more if it had advertised itself as Twenty One Jump Street Three. Oh my god! <laughs> no, no. <laughs> oh. oh my god! All oh, right. Okay, I know you. I know you know this one. Um, mm-hmm. Fast and the Furious seventeen. Seventeen. <gasps> <laughs> whatever number they're up to. Whatever the one where they go to space. It was. It was F nine. F nine. Okay. F nine. Two hundred twenty-five million dollars to make. What do you think? Oh, that was a hit. That was a hit. Come on. Come on. <laughs> it was a supreme hit. Oh my God! It was a supreme hit. Yes. $726 million made. Of course, that movie franchise can't do wrong. Me and my mother are such such die-hard uh, what the fuck? Fast, fast and Furious fans. We love the movie so much. We love the entire series. And like seeing the trailer for like a ninth movie of Fast and Furious, just like, oh my god, I was not expecting that. <laughs> yeah, this isn't pushback. I'm not trying to fight you on this one. But I'm just asking, just curious. What what is it you like about the franchise? The franchise? Um Well, it has everything that you love. Family and fast as and fast as fuck cars. Is that what you love? <laughs> you love fast cars? I love I love like really fast cars. <laughs> and so let me ask you, are they um clown, welcome in. <laughs> yeah, that's my baby. Hi, baby. Oh, hey, hey, baby clown. How are you? <laughs> oh, wait. Maybe I'm not allowed to call you that. I'm sorry. Hello, clown. Welcome. <laughs> yeah, that's that's my boyfriend right now. Auntie Cat says they shift so much. Do they shift gears too often? They always shift the gears, but it's so <laughs> satisfying when you see them shift the gears, bro. <laughs> 
So what are are they spies? Are they they're thieves? They're car thieves slash spies, right? Well, you could say like that. They like work for this kind of pseudo government agency. I I don't know what how to explain it really. Okay. 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 So there you go, guys. There you go, guys. F nine. F nine. Huge <laughs> hit. Um, West Side Story. A hundred million dollars to make. Steven Spielberg. Uh, uh, Courtney said it was a flop. Everyone's saying it was a flop. It was a flop, I guess. It was the biggest flop of the year, only making nineteen million against a hundred million budget. Yeah. I feel like there was really no need for a remake. The original was fine just the way it was. Why did it have to be a remake? Yeah, so I, I think that what it is, what my perception of it is that what is being praised for very often, I'm not saying it wasn't a good movie because I actually didn't see it, but what mm-hmm. what it gets a lot of praise for is that they use real Spanish actors, uh, people in the Hispanic uh-huh. community, rather than in the old one, not all of them were Hispanics. A lot of them were whites wearing dark makeup. Oh. And so, however, I would say, because remember, it was made like in the 60s or something, but the thing is, is that still is that is that an excuse to spend a hundred million dollars though? Um, yeah, I mean, I don't really. Mm, I mean, how would you spend your money? <laughs> <laughs> Not on West Side Story. Uh, honestly, if I was gonna, if if someone was going to hit me up to 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 produce a movie, I would I would clearly be looking for these high budget action superhero movies just because I know people gobble them up. People went to Venom, they'll go to anything, right? Yes, pretty much. But if somebody was like, yo, they're gang members, but they dance. I'd be like, get the fuck out of my face, yo. They're gang members, but they sing and dance. They sing and dance <laughs> instead of stabbing each other. And I'm like, okay, guy. Also, you know, like, so um, the white gang is called the Jets. Yes. And so... And the Hispanic ones are called the sharks, right? But the thing is, is that real gangs, real white gangs in New York mm-hmm. from back in the day, were much scarier than that. You know, they oh, had yes. they had names like the Fordham Baldies or the Golden yes. Guineas. Oh wait, am I allowed to they use have, that word on this show? We have the Bloods <laughs> and the Crips right now. The Bloods and the Crips. Yeah, the Bloods and the Crips are black gangs, but I'm saying the white gangs had crazy names like that. They weren't Jets. Jets mm-hmm. is a football team, man. Well, let, let's go Jets. <laughs> let's go Jets. <laughs> I want my I want my Viking team to name the Yankees, bro. <laughs> yes, the Yankees. Yo, okay. Black Widow, two hundred million dollars. Ooh, uh, oh my God! Please be a hit. <laughs> what do you think, audience? What do you guys think, Black Widow? Was it a hit? Was it a flop? <laughs> Oh, it was a flop. <laughs> Courtney says there was a really scary one that descended on DC a year ago. Oh. So I'm getting a lot of flops right here. I'm getting a lot of a lot of votes for floppage. I wish Courtney says flopped. I wish it flopped. So here's the thing. What's interesting is if you went by box office numbers, it was a flop. However, it made an additional hundred and twenty-five million on the Disney Plus, remember how you pay thirty dollars to see it? Yes. Bringing it up to five hundred and four million dollars 
meaning Black Widow was not a flop. It was a hit. A hit. <laughs> okay, okay, we're get we're getting down to it. Um, no time to die. The new James Bond edition, two hundred and fifty million dollars to make. And by the way, this is this is rare that they go over two hundred nowadays. They don't like spending more than two hundred million, even for superhero films. But they spent two hundred and fifty million on this. That was a hit. What does the audience say? What do you guys think? It was a hit. It was a hit. Marcus, welcome in. Didn't see you there. Welcome. What are you guys? Auntie Cat says I'm bad at this. Uh, Courtney says, "Oh, was that was that for this?" He says it was a flop. (laughs) My baby says James Bond is. Wow, just because he's outdated. You know what's interesting? James Bond was a hit. Mm-hmm. And it's all because of Europe. Hell yeah! In America and China and these other big uh, big markets, they it did horribly. Not horribly, but not well. And Euro- Europeans still love this dude. They want to drink yeah. tea with this motherfucker and fight the communists. <laughs> and, and and die with him by nuclear bombs. So he made the seven hundred and seventy-four million dollars box office wise. The American market doesn't like spies anymore. I would so agree. I, I think. I think. Uh, yeah. We'll see how Mission Impossible does, but it doesn't look like American market is into sp- spies anymore. Everybody mm. just wants to see Spider Man do shit, <laughs> basically. Yeah, because they love <laughs> Spider Man, bro. They love Tom Holland and Tobey Maguire and uh, Andrew Garfield getting together in a movie. Auntie Cat points out that everyone's broke. Everyone is broke. We are in a recession. We've got some really bad situations. A lot of unemployment. A lot of people not making yes. money. Bezos, Bezos and Musk are the only ones making money these days. Maybe they're the mm-hmm. ones going to see these movies. I don't see stuff that's I only see stuff that's free. Yo. <laughs> okay, so I'm gonna ask you about your favorite franchise, okay? My favorite. The Hitman's Bodyguard's wife. Seventy million seventy million to make. <laughs> it's Ryan Reynolds and it's um, Samuel Jackson. Samuel Jackson. And uh, Salma Hayek. And Salma Hayek. Hayek. Salma Hayek is the wife in question. That is true. Yes. Hello, uh, Lainey. Welcome in. Was that a hit? I say it was a hit. What does the audience think? What do you guys think? The Hitman's Bodyguard's Wife, which is the sequel to the Hitman's Bodyguard. 70 million to make. Yeah, I'm gonna say it was a hit. And it was a flop. Wow! It flopped seven set with seventy million um budget, it had to make 140. It only made seventy. So that made wow. half of what it needed. <laughs> oh my God. Next up Snake Eyes. The G.I. Joe origin story, $110 million to make. I haven't even seen it. Damn. It was a hit? It was... Drumroll, please. <laughs> it was a flop. Made only $40 million. Apparently no Whoa. one else went to go see it. 
And so our final thing on the list is Spider-Man No Way Home. $200 million to make. What do you think? It was a hit. What does the audience say? Come on, guys. Everyone in the audience. A hit. A hit, hit or a, a flop, hit. Spider-Man. Courtney, get out of here. <laughs> get out of here, Courtney. <laughs> He's the biggest, biggest, of the biggest flop of the year. Okay. Fascinating vote. Courtney's a hater. <laughs> Auntie Cat says, I can't lose this one. It would be so funny if somehow she did lose this one. But no, it is the biggest hit of the year. It is yes! still going in theaters, but it um, with a $200 million budget, uh, meaning it needs $400 million to break even. It is at currently $1.4 billion and rising. Quickly, everyone, donate all your cash to make this movie a big hit. F that. Donate to me, yo. Cash at me. No. <laughs> <laughs> I'm broke like a joke. I do this show for free these days. <laughs> Times is tough over in, at the Mantis Manor. <laughs> yeah, I, I had to stop taking creamer in my in my lattes. Oh wow. Because I'm so broke. Um, so what did you think of Spider-Man? Let's 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 talk about that real quick. What I think of Spider-Man, I thought it was fucking amazing. I thought it was really great that they brought back the old cast of like the villains that were in the previous Spider-Man movies. I fucking loved that. Oh, <laughs> I, I love, love that they brought back Tobey Maguire and Andrew Garfield. I thought it was really wholesome seeing all three Spider-Man interact other. I thought that I loved that. That was really great. Just like, and I think the most like heartfelt moment was. Okay, I don't know if I should be saying this, but someone saved someone. I don't know if you've seen Spider-Man yet. I mean, someone yeah, of course you've seen Spider-Man. Like, like, yeah? Yeah, someone yeah. Someone saves someone and they just have a big, like, moment, like, oh. Oh, yes. Yeah, oh, I know yes. what you're talking about. And, yes. I, yo, I, I don't know if you've seen the internet. The internet is all, they all want, they will all want Amazing Spider-Man Three. They want Andrew Garfield to finish yes. his trilogy. I am pro that. I will. I'll, I will sign a petition to make this happen. Yes, please. Can we please have an Amazing Spider-Man Three? We never got that. It was a shame. <laughs> clown says, "Baby, if you spoil this, I'll spank you." Oh, so Clown hasn't seen it yet? Okay. Okay. No spoilers. We're gonna do not no spoilers, even though. The first episode of season two of Rogue Planet was all a review of Spider-Man, but we were not gonna we're not gonna discuss it. We'll go into zip modes right now. Uh, Danny, thank you so much for playing this game with me today. Of course. So the, uh, so I want to question is what fandoms or what kind of things are you into right now? What what is really taking over um, your whole entertainment vibe these days? We want to know. My whole entertainment vibe. Um not really much of anything now i finished watching the mandalorian like a couple days ago season two i i, I watched all of it did you cry two. did you cry i yeah i almost cried bro. oh i so cried sad. like a little bitch at season <laughs> finale of two. Oh my god I couldn't get enough of Baby Yoda. And Baby Yoda had to, you know, that whole situation with Baby Yoda. Oh. Uh, Carmen says I cried. You cried? Oh. Yeah, no, that was a very... And yo, I cried when you saw who came to save them all. Oh my god, for real. I was like... I, I could tell that was CGI. It wasn't real. Oh yeah, it was, it was terrible CGI. They really could have done it better. They should have gotten Sebastian Stan up in there. 
but whatever. <laughs> but um, the mere oh, fact that it happened, I, I didn't think I'd live to see the day. You know? Honestly. Oh, oh my God. There, so there's funny. Courtney Wendell dropping that bomb right there. <laughs> uh, well, yeah, I'll, t- I'll take him in any form. It was just, I never thought I'd see him again in any type of act, live action situation. Honestly. I, I thought the best we'd get was like a cartoon of him or something, but uh, even though that was kind of a cartoon of him, but you know what I mean. <laughs> I think the next one I should really look at is uh, the book of Boba Fett. <laughs> Which is up to episode two, you know, in a little bit. I actually already filmed or record, should I say recorded a. Um, you know, a only semi-spoilerish review, which I'm going to play on this episode right now. Um, I don't have to play it the second, um, but you know, when we're when I'm done interviewing you, we will be talking about Boba Fett. So you haven't messed with it yet? No, I haven't messed with the series yet. Not quite yet. Okay, I so, need to some. So, is there anything on Netflix or streaming or anything that you're really into? You a Witcher fan? Um. I've never watched The Witcher. There was this one uh, Netflix original series that I watched called Centaur World. What was it called? I have not seen Centaur World. Centaur World. (laughs) Yes, it's a very interesting cartoon. I don't want to spoil anything. Just give it a watch. It's not exactly what you'd expect it to be, but it is actually really good. It's phenomenal, in fact. Oh, wow. And it is, it's a musical. Yes, yes, Auntie Cat Central World is a shit. Yo, Auntie Cat absorbs a lot of media for someone I just didn't think had the time to do that. <laughs> she, yo, she's like boss baby. You could be got a boss yeah. baby tattoo. <laughs> you know, like <laughs> Centaur World. Okay. And so um think, yeah. Is this like Elf is this like Elf Quest? Like it's very, very <laughs> fantasy. It's very, very there is a lot of fantasy in in Centaur World. It's exactly how it sounds. Uh, basically, uh, uh, the main character gets stuck in a different dimension where everyone is a centaur. Because um, and this is cartoon. Yeah, it's a cartoon. It's a really good one too, and like, uh, they, and it's also a musical, which makes it even better. <laughs> So basically, it's like Pretty Little Liars meets like My Little Ponies meets Dear Evan Hansen. <laughs> yes, it is basically. It's like Adventure Time mixed with Merman. Oh my God! Oh He Man. Yeah, it's a, it's like a yeah Adventure Time mixed with He Man. So That's it's, exactly it's it super is. fantasy. There's battling. There's like yeah, and there's a lot of lore behind the characters that you meet in the show. But other than that, yeah, it's a really good show. I recommend giving it a watch. I mean, <laughs> what what good. is the appeal there, though? Are, are you, like, you're really into horses? Are you a horse girl? <laughs> no, you don't live in horse girl territory. No, no, no. There's, no, there's no. no way you grew I up think with a horse. The term, I think the term you're looking for is a brony. <laughs> <laughs> That's what I am. Oh, right? God. Oh, God. Oh, my God. I love the game. Yeah, you love Zulius? I love Zulius, too. <laughs> He's so vibe. Um, I think one other show I need to start, like, picking up on is fucking Squid Game. Because I hear those. Have like, you not messed with Squid Game? I have. I'm already, like, I haven't even finished it. I think I'm on the episode where they're, like, cutting the cookies. <laughs> Wait, there's and a gay zebra? Basically, like it's it's it is hinted the fact that in the show Centaur World that one of the main characters is very homosexual. 
Cl- Clown says uh, Squid Game Season 2 confirmed. Blammo. There we go. Oh, goodness. I mean, that, I, I don't understand how you start with Squid Game and you're not totally obsessed with it. Uh, not. I really want to, like, see the fucking appeal to Squid Game because, like, the whole, like, like, oh, it's just, it's just basically fucking Hunger Games, but the Japanese edition. Well, Korean, but starters, but Korean, yo, you're telling Korean me that you edition? wouldn't. You're telling me you wouldn't go for it if you were you had the opportunity to participate. To, to participate in a game where it's literally life or death. What? It's life or death, no. but at the end you win like what was it, forty billion dollars or something? Yeah, basically. What the fuck? I don't want to fucking die. <laughs> I mean, yo, yo, please don't take this the wrong way, but do you want to work in a movie theater your entire life? If it, if it comes to that, then yes, I'm working a movie theater my entire life. No, I got, I got, no, I got nothing to lose right now. I got no family. I got no girl at home. I'm, I'm, I'm playing Squid Game. Oh my god! Because also, I'm also confident. I'm like a very confident person, so like I feel like I could, I could figure mm. this all out. I feel like oh, you haven't seen the all the entire time. There's only one game, and it's a game at the end that I think I'd have trouble mm-hmm. with. Oh goodness! Oh my god! She won't have to if my business deal goes through. Oh, yes, that's right, baby. (laughs) Um, Are you guys talking about shady business deals? What's going on? Oh, no, no, no. This is something that... Is Clown a drug dealer? (laughs) 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 No. Is this like a business deal with the mafia or something? Or a Mexican cartel? Because I can't allow this. He got offered a business deal earlier. (laughs) Oh, God. Yeah, but it, the fact that you guys keep saying business deal instead of saying what it is sounds like it's very shady. That's because it's not anyone's business. <laughs> <laughs> big oh oil! God. Oh my god, big oil! You can be an oil man. Big oil. <laughs> big oil, or a uh, or uh, or a baron, as they call you, a baron. Money. <laughs> anyway. Okay, so you're, you're you're doing a little bit of Squid Game. You're doing um. The centaur world? Centaur world, yes. Okay. My life is... Right now, my life is just run by fucking JoJo's Bizarre Adventure. I need to get on that immediately before... Where are you on JoJo's? Where are you on JoJo's? I'm nowhere near. I'm... I'm, (laughs) I didn't even fit the first episode, dude. Oh, so you haven't seen it, but you need to get on it. I need to get on it now. Okay. I need to get on that right away because, like, my fucking like everyone's. Just uh, so I don't it. understand how you who work at a movie theater are not obsessed with media. I mean, it's, it's, <laughs> I don't know. What it is. I don't know what to do about that. It's my life. <laughs> <laughs> it's your life, and I'm merely telling you you're living it wrong. Yeah. <laughs> you can, I'm like I'm not on the street. Like someone else tell me. That I'm living my life wrong. Wow, okay. Wait, do other oh people tell you you're living your life wrong? No. Because <laughs> they understand. Oh my god. I already watched Stone Ocean available episodes. Nice. I have not watched Stone Ocean because I need to watch all of JoJo if I want to catch up with Stone Ocean. <laughs> well, okay, before I let you go, are there is there any fandom you want to talk about before I let you go? Because this is the time to do it. And if not, any... I'm going to call somebody up here who's got something to say. Is Water Baby your favorite? Yes, Auntie Cat. Um, <laughs> water Baby? What's Water and Baby? Water Baby is one of the characters. In, um, <laughs> on Centaur? <laughs> it's, it's in Centaur World, yes. Oh, I can wait, see how, that. how do I not know what this is? 
Um, I feel like I'm the loser. A fandom that I can definitely talk about. Um, I just uh, can't wait for Hasbun Hotel, guys. <laughs> wait, is there going to be a season two? Uh, there's not. No, no, no. You're thinking of Hell of a Boss. Hell of a Boss is going to have a season two already. Um, well, what about uh, Hasbun? Hasbun Hotel is going to be uh, legit on. It's going to be on HBO Max. Oh, really? Yeah, and some of the characters are gonna be recast. Okay, so they're gonna oh, so they're redoing the series in like a more like professional manner. Yes, they're redoing the entire series. It's gonna have its own. Sh- it's gonna be on fucking. Um, oh my god! HBO Max. People are gonna get to see it. Um, like I said, it's gonna be recasting done, but you know it is what it is. Yo, Auntie Cat, is that a Hasbun Hotel uh, gift? Yes, it is. That is the <laughs> most Alistair. horrific thing I've ever seen in my freaking life. It's Alistair. Have you not seen Husband Hotel, the pilot? I have no. I've I've seen people like show me images of the characters, but I've actually never sat down and watched it. Oh my god! I don't know where really... I can watch it. It's on YouTube. Oh my god, these things are terrifying. <laughs> they look like they're here to eat my babies. F this, man. <laughs> the hell. You probably give your children off as a fucking peace offering. Are you kidding are you, me? No, are you kidding me? I'm going to teach my kids to, like, go for the jugular and carry knives and, you know. I'm going to be a bad father, basically. Yes, you're going to be a I'm going to teach them to dad. fight and not put up with shit. And so there you go. Hey, a, a bad dad is better than no dad. Exactly. I had no dad. Look how I turned out. I'm on freaking green room. <laughs> Saying so, kids. You want to keep your kids off green room? Uh, parent them for Christ's fucking sake. For real. <laughs> <laughs> but yo, if anyone has any fandoms or storylines they want to talk about, please call in now. Yes, um, free to. And so, uh, Mama Danny, before I let you go, do you want to do any plugs or shoutouts? Uh, uh, this stream is sponsored by Raid Shadow Legends. <laughs> <laughs> You see what you see what not parenting your kid does? End up saying that on the internet. No, Raid no, Shadow. I'm just kidding. This stream is actually sponsored by Raycon earbuds. It is like sponsored that. by the Fat Mantis. <laughs> Period. Fat Mantis Period. products. Period. <laughs> commercial time. Yeah, it's commercial exactly. time. It is. It is halfway, so we're gonna be t- t- we're talking commercials. Um, you know, yeah. check out the Fat Mantis. Check out his Discord. Um, chat. This is clearly Rogue Planet. I don't know what I'm talking about anymore. Yeah, I don't really have any like other social medias aside from Spoon to plug in. My name is still Mama Danny on that platform, but you know, so you don't have to be on Spoon. It's dying anyway. But you know what? It's, it's you do you. <laughs> Yo, you realize that um, that app that you just described is really already a corpse, and anyone who streams on it is really essentially just fucking a corpse. <laughs> it's necrophilia at this point. You guys are a bunch of pervs. Have some respect for yourselves. <laughs> exactly. Oh my god. Thank you for inviting me. Spoon is dead. Another great episode of Rogue, Rogue Planet. But yo, thank you for stopping in. Of course. Thank you for inviting me. Pu- uh, yeah, and public public comes in just in time to hear that to ki- to say don't kink shame. Where were you this <laughs> entire time, public? Where we, were you? We were having a very joyous. We were uh, celebrating kink. Mm-hmm. Right, <laughs> but yo, thank you for stopping in. Um, once yes. again, Amantis, watch Plunderer. Where can I watch Plunderer? 
Is it on Netflix? Netflix? I don't know. I never seen it. Also, haven't seen Boba Fett. Didn't want spoilers. I'm literally about to do the the uh, the review of Boba. Mm. Funimation. Okay, so it's an anime. There we go. Yeah. Um, but but uh, Mama Danny, thanks for calling in. Of course, I appreciate the invite. Peace. Bye bye. So that was Mama Danny. Um, you can catch on various sites, particularly on uh, you know Discord and Spoon and all sorts of fun stuff like that. Now, guys, I'm about to play. Um, if you want to turn down your audios right now for the next three minutes, I'm going to be playing a Boba Fett review of episode two. Another lightning review. Boba Fett's canonical age during the book of Boba Fett is 45. Damn, homeboy has seen a rough life. You're watching my lightning review of the book of Boba Fett episode two. Welcome to Rogue Planets Lightning Reviews. Here we're going to be talking about the book of Boba Fett and where it is going. It has the really hard job of following up the Mandalorian, particularly that last season of the Mandalorian. And instead of having Mandalorian for Christmas, we've got ourselves some Boba Fett action. We love him. And ultimately, this is a huge test. Do we love him enough to watch a series of them without Baby Yoda? This is an experiment for both Boba Fett and Star Wars. Can they carry a show without the cuteness factor of Baby Yoda? Now, I'm two episodes in, and I have to say, yes, yes, they can. I don't necessarily need the cute factor, although I do miss that little guy. I will say episode two did bedazzle me way better than episode one. Now, uh, a lot of people complained about the flashbacks of the first one. They wondered where this was headed, and I got to say, all the flashbacks is where all the fun action takes place in this episode. As a matter of fact, they seem to be dragging their heels on the plotline of his being a overlord of crime, maybe because they're scared to show the kids that Boba Fett at the end of the day is going to murder everyone, including your family, if you cross him. And they want to wait till the end to show you that. I understand that. I dig it. But in this flashbacks, let's talk about that for a minute. As the Sand People are clearly and always have been an analogy for indigenous people. Now, they are indigenous aliens to Tatooine. And everyone else here is a colonizer. They're all there for the spice. They want to mine spice. They want to, ha they want to have drinking, drunken cantina fun and other shenanigans. And they want to leave the savages out in the desert to themselves and abuse them whenever possible. Now, the first episode had the flashbacks that resemble a well-known Hollywood film called Dances with Wolves. That is when a white man finds himself in the care of Native Americans, who instead of being savages, prove to be noble-spirited good people. He learns their language and their ways and understands that they're good people that we should share the earth with. And that's very much what episode one of Boba Fett was. Episode two continues that trend. Now, this is more of an analogy to... Hell on Wheels, if you've ever seen it. Hell on Wheels is the story. Um, it's an AMC original series that takes place. It's a Western that has to do with the invention of the railroads and what America did to build the railroads. They not only do busy, grimy business transactions and other horrible things, but they stole a lot of farmland from their own people, but they also destroyed and annihilated Native American tribes in order to keep their railroads, quote unquote, safe. And that's exactly what happens here. Boba sees that the 
Pike Syndicate has created a spice train, or a long speeder, as the Tuscans call it, that goes through their territory, and to protect it in the name of protecting it, they just take pot shots at the poor tribal people of the desert. Boba does not like this, and he gets in their way. He goes and he fights like a real badass, and we got some great Star Wars action. I really enjoyed this. I love it, and honestly, I have a feeling that my prediction is that the Tuscan Raiders are going to be what makes Boba Fett soft like a little pussycat, which is why he is not the greatest crime lord. Um, I will give this episode a 92. Love it. Can't wait to see more of it. But what did you guys think? Please let me know down in the chat as we continue this episode of Rogue a Planet. And there you have it. That is my review of episode two of Boba Fett found only on Disney Plus. Down in the chat, um, Izzy is saying Boba Fett is soft AF. That's right. I had to edit that one right there. Yeah, he is. And that is what's ha the problem with this series. So far, the series has been good. I hope you guys liked it. I hope you liked that review. And I hope you're coming back for more Rogue Planet. Unfortunately, that concludes this episode of Rogue Planet. Remember to keep tuning in here on the live version of Rogue Planet every Wednesday night at 8 p.m. Eastern. And you can always listen to playbacks on Anchor or Spotify or wherever podcasts are found. You guys keep it incredibly awesome. And I want to give a shout out to everyone who bothered to stay in chat, including Izzy, Nordic Vic, Derek HD, Auntie Cat, The Hold Up TV HD, Laney O, Catfish HD, Grim Inquiries, and Hal Halifax. I hope I pronounced that correctly. But anyway, I hope you're all having a good one. Keep tuning in to Rogue Planet. Remember to spay and neuter your cat. And remember to have a wonderful week. Until next time, ciao for now.